Amen. Thank you, Sir Greg. And also, thank you, specials. We have been blessed by uh, great singing this morning. So, I believe our mothers and daughters have enjoyed their outing yesterday. If you enjoyed it, raise your hand, please. Amen. They enjoyed. So, as I have told them yesterday, little by little, we're seeing the uh, development of our campsite. And uh, we're hoping we can start soon our, our uh, multi-purpose gym. And it will, it will be a 600 square, a 300 square floor area and plus, napan I say, extension. So uh, we're hoping di nata maulanan, mainitan completely natay gym. And uh, I have to announce to the church that our our Eden camp gibayaran na so we can use the money to start the gym. No? So uh, as I have said, it was a miracle. Uh, somebody bought it uh, for two million already, and so we're out of Eden thing. So uh, <clears throat> uh, we we bought that for nine hundred thousand gibayarag two million. So actually, na double atong atong investment sa Eden, and uh, we will be able to use it to start the uh, the multi-purpose gym. And uh, so, uh, be praying much about it. The Lord will uh, work in a very special way. We're happy, Church, that today is the first Sunday we we hold services in RMS campsite. Bible Baptist Mission that is separate from the campsite. Uh, if ever uh, in the long run it becomes a church, that, that is a church within our camp. So the administration, the campsite is another and the church. The, whoever will pastor there is the church. So, so that he can concentrate on soul winning. Last Thursday, uh, all of the full time Obansi uh, Sir Marlon, we had uh, we conducted soul winning around the area, not far walking distance from the campsite, Dunai Village, Barangay Village, and we were surprising uh, 300 siguro to 500 churches among village. So we started uh, having our our Bibles, I mean <coughs> soul winning. And there are many more. Uh, if the Lord allows us karong Thursday, depende kay ang internment ni Ma'am Esther could be on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, if they had internments on Wednesday, then we will go back there. If you wish to go, uh, inform us. We'll be glad to have you. So, kung gusto mo magpasingot, ato uh, ta sa campsite kay nindot kayo. Grabing paningot na mo. Plus, pag udto, sabaw, init po kayo. Um, you will enjoy it. <clears throat> and uh, welcome to members to go with us. Ang nasayin dito karon what we do at this time is ginarotate na pa mga preachers. Mga full-time preachers na to sa si church. So that it will allow them to practice preaching. No? Until eventually somebody will be called there to pastor the church. As of today, rotation lang sa... And uh, it will give them a chance for us to pray because we cannot assign preachers. And so be praying much for a great service. Uh, also, I'd like to mention that every, every Monday in the morning we have Bible study sa, sa auto shop ni Sarine. No? And hopefully, nasa bagong area po diri sa Buhangin. Hopefully, we can, in the near future, we can start ang uban dito, sa Sa Matina, no? So, plus we have Bible study in different homes. And uh, so be praying much. I was happy to see that the engineer who owned that um, uh, place we conducted Bible study uh, starts uh, watching Satuang live streaming. <clears throat> so, if, you, if your offices are open, you can talk to your boss or, you know, use your influence. You can ask them, sir, ma'am, can we have Bible study here? Uh, I would like to do it personally, but 
kung akong time puno na, I can designate some of our full-time workers to conduct that. Maski sa inyong balay, you want to uh, invite, during this pandemic, invite somebody, your neighbors, inform me so that we can assign somebody, uh, at least we can continue the soul-winning work. Amen? And uh, amen. In your Bible, please, this morning, in the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verses number 21 to 28. We need to pray for Ma'am Ellen Abela. Uh, medyo, she's not feeling good this morning. And I know she's watching. I saw her a while ago watching. Be praying for Ma'am Ellen. Also, uh, be praying for Ma'am Lourdes uh, American. Uh, you know, uh, she requested prayers. And also, we need to pray for Mr. Ernesto Tabanyag. We visited her, him, I mean, last Wednesday after service. Medyo, he needs really our prayer. So pray for, and including Mama Araceli, uh, please pray for the family. And uh, the internment of Mama Esther, as I've said, could be Wednesday or, or Thursday. It depends on um, them. And, but tomorrow, 5 o'clock, we will have, be having services at Coliado Bancal funeral homes. Matthew 15, verse 21 to 28. Matthew chapter 15, verses number 21. Mother's Day is always a great day around here, the Bible Baptist Church. Uh, there, there were times before that we reached 200 plus, 100, uh, almost 200. And uh, as far as the record is concerned, we are expecting at least 40 mothers this morning. And thank God for that. Always special, special, really special around here at the Bible Baptist Church. And we're hoping and praying God would bless the message of the Word of God today. Matthew 15, verse number 21, up to 28. Now, uh, please rise as we read the Word of God. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, the woman of Canaan out of the same coast, and cried unto him, underline the word cried, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. And he answered her not a word. That's the first response. She was begging, she was crying to Jesus, but he answered her not a word. She closed his mouth and his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cried after us. But we answered and said, I am not. That's the second thing here. I am not sent but unto the lost ship of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Instead of getting offended, Lord, help me. She continued begging. And he answered and said, It is not meet, that's the third thing, to take the children's bread and to cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the, their master's table. And then Jesus answered and said unto her, Praise God for this. O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole, praise the Lord, that very hour. Heavenly Father, thank you, dear Father, for this great, wonderful morning. This day wherein, dear Lord, we give due honor to our mothers. We give honors to whom honor is due. This morning I pray that the word of God will sink deeply into our hearts. And then, Lord, we pray for those who are watching us live and those who may be watching later, that you bless their hearts. We want to feel the Holy Spirit of God. Reveal your power to us. Reveal your grace to us this morning, your mercy to us this morning. <clears throat> we just simply beg, because without the Holy Spirit of God, without your blessing, Lord God, we'd not be able to do anything for your glory and honor. And we desire... We humbly desire, Lord, for your great mercy and grace and power to fall in our midst today, in our lives today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Please be seated this time. 
the prayer of a great mother. The prayer of a great mother. One thing impresses us here is this mother was a praying mother. She has a great faith. Jesus told only two people in the Bible that has great faith. He even said to his disciples, how is it that you have little faith? Those were the disciples of Jesus. But Jesus announced, proclaimed two individuals who have great faith. One is in Matthew chapter 8, verse number 5 to 10, a centurion, a Roman officer. Jesus, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said in Matthew 8 verse 10, To them that followed, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, he says, no, not in Israel. And the only other person he, uh, who was, was told this is, you know, is this mother in our text today. Great faith. This is a mother who had great faith. I hope we have great faith. I hope we will beg to God like the disciples of bold and just simply say, Lord, increase our faith. You see, mothers have so many pressures on them today that it can be difficult to prioritize what to do and how to do it. If we were to look at what God considers of greatest importance this morning, it would be faith. Faith in our lives. And the picture here of a Canaanite woman demonstrates great faith. How can we have great faith? In verse 22, Matthew 15, 22, And behold, the woman of Canaan came out of the coast, the same coast, and, and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, Lord. You, thou son of David, son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Just one. Not demons, but only one particular demon was trying to trouble her daughter and she came to Jesus. Probably she has gone into so many uh, healers. But she found here Jesus Christ and she came to Jesus. We see Jesus is approached by a mother who is desperate in a desperate situation. She needed something in her life. She came to Jesus Christ for help. Thank God she did the right thing. Amen. Thank God we say that she did the right thing in coming to Jesus. For only Jesus, only the Lord Jesus Christ had all the power to solve all our problems in life. And he's the only right person to go to this morning. First of all, we want us to observe how she expressed her petition, her prayer to the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse number 22, please. And behold, the woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried <clears throat> unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously tormented or vexed with a devil. What did she do to express her prayer to Jesus Christ? Number one, she came. Come unto me, Jesus says, all you that labor and are heavy laden. You know, with the burdens of life, with the problems that come into our lives, you know what we need to do first? We need to come to Jesus. And exactly that is what she did. She came. She came to the right person. She came to the right person who could solve her problem. She came. The Bible says, And behold, a woman, verse 22, of Canaan came, thank God for that, came out of the same coast. She came because she has a great need. She came because, she came to Jesus because she was concerned about her daughter. The child was a demon-possessed child. She was possessed by a demon and was probably acting out in violence and anger. During this time, she needed help in a desperate way. And I hope we learn from this woman. 
When we have problem, we need to come to Jesus Christ. Yes, Jesus says, all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him who, cometh, who comes to me, I will, he that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. Matthew 11 is inviting you today. Matthew 11, 28, come unto me. All, he says, that labor and are heavy laden, and I, he says, will give you rest. Casting, First Peter 5, verse 7, casting upon him all your care, for he careth for you. He's concerned, much concerned about you. Thank God she did the right thing. She came. She came, and this message is encouraging us this morning to bring our petitions to the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, in coming to Jesus, she did the very right thing. For only Jesus has the power to rebuke demons. No one else but Jesus. Demons are subject to the authority of Jesus Christ. And Christ, during his ministry, and subsequently in the ministry of the church, all spiritual powers are subject to Jesus Christ, who is supreme, uh, a, a, we say, who has supreme authority over all powers. Demons obey his command. Matthew 17, verse 18, and Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Demons dispersed at his word. Mark 9, verse 25. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and dead spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and, and enter no more into him. Verse number 26, Mark 9, 26. And the spirit cried and rent sore and came out of him. You see, Jesus Christ in, in Luke's third verse, chapter 10, verse 17. And the seventy returned, the Bible says. He sent out his disciples by two, two by two. And then, and then they, they spread the gospel and they returned. The seventy returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the demons, even the devils and the, are subject unto us by the name of Jesus Christ. Satan, these demons tremble as they hear the name Jesus being applied to our lives, the authority of Jesus Christ, the power of Jesus Christ, and uh, being carried by us into the, the world, the demons tremble at that. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came and spake unto, unto them, saying, All power, all power is given unto me. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, thank God, Thank the Lord. We have the power of Jesus. His power is available for us today. Number two, Jesus also has all the ability to see and understand our spiritual condition. You can look at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 13 to verse number 16. All power, Matthew 28, 20, 11, 28, Come unto me all, he says, ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Let me say this to you, my dear friend, this morning. God knows your temptation. Jesus knows your poverty. Jesus knows your frustrations. Jesus knows your weariness. Jesus knows your disappointment. Jesus knows your pain and sorrow. Jesus knows your loneliness. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. In Psalm 55, verse 22, cast your burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. Number three, she came to Jesus in spite of the fact that religiously she wasn't qualified to come. In spite of the fact, dili siya pwede modul ka Jesus Christ. Being a woman, she has no right to approach Jesus Christ. They cannot approach the rabbis. They cannot approach the Pharisees. He is considered a master. So she was this you know, she has no uh, right to come to Jesus Christ. Being a Gentile, she has no right to come to a Jewish teacher. The praise a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast concludes her to be 
a Gentile. She was a Gentile. The book of Mark calls her uh, a Greek and a Syrophoenician uh, woman. And at any rate, the phrase, a woman of Canaan, describes it all. She has an uh, alien, she was an alien actually from the commonwealth of Israel. A stranger from the covenant of promise. Having no hope and without God in this world. That was her condition before she came to Jesus. Her life was one of idol worship. And a cruel worship. It was even employing human sacrifice. My friend, but regardless of your religion, Jesus Christ will take you in. Whoever you are, Jesus Christ has come unto me all. Jesus refers to, uh, you know, uh, he, he rejects no one that, that comes to him. In Isaiah 1 verse number 18, come now and let us reason together. Saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Bible says in, in John 1 verse number 9, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We send this message to so you who are hearing us today, listening to us today. There is salvation in Jesus, but you must come. You need to be saved. Time is running out for us. I believe with our condition today, I always feel upon seriously studying prophecies in the Bible, seriously considering what is happening today and the, and, and the Word of God. I believe He could come at any moment. You need to hear this. You need to be saved. And to be saved means you need to come to Jesus Christ. Number four, she need to come to Jesus to be saved. Yes, thank God, she came. And then the Bible says, cried unto him. She cried unto Jesus. And in, in Jeremiah 33, verse 3, Call unto me, and I will answer thee. The word cried speaks about one crying out, shouting after another. You know what she was doing literally? She said, Lord Jesus, please. Lord Jesus, please help. Help me, Lord. I need your help. Desperately she cried to Jesus. And, and, uh, and shouting to him for the help she needed. Why was she so frantic, we say? Why was she so emotionally distressed? She was heartbroken over the condition of her child and was determined by the grace of God. She will not live. She will not easily give up. She was determined to get to, to receive the help she needed. Friends, uh, let me tell you this. The burdens of life are heavy. We need to cast them on Jesus. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. In 2 Kings 20, verses 1 to 5, God told King Hezekiah in verse number 5, God says, I have heard your prayers. I have seen thy fears. And thirdly, God announced to King Hezekiah, he was begging God, he was seeking God desperately, I will heal you. Please tell this man, Hezekiah, he was praying. He was crying out to God on the wall. God says, I have heard your prayers. And then I have seen thy fears. And I will heal thee. In Jeremiah 29, look at verse number 12, please. Jeremiah 29, verse number 12. Then shall they he call upon me, and he shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken, thank God, that is God's promise. Heaven's door, the heart of God is open to our cry. And you shall seek me and find me. You shall search for me with all of your heart. I will be found of you, said the Lord. I will turn away your captivity. I will gather you from all nations. This promise is made particularly towards the children of Israel. But whatever God has promised to the Israelites, as far as prayer is concerned, you and I can claim it this morning. Cry unto God. Cry unto Jesus. And he will answer you. He will listen to you. Amen. She called. Not only she came. First of all, she came. Secondly, she cried. 
And then thirdly, she called. What did she say? Have mercy. Remember that she came, she cried, and she called. In recording the same event, Mark tells us in Mark 7.25, for a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him, heard of him, and came and fell at his knees, fell at his feet. Perhaps she had heard about how Jesus Christ healed. She heard no doubt about how Jesus Christ healed all manner of diseases. About how he had opened the eyes of the blind. About how he had driven uh, the demon, uh, uh, <clears throat> the demons from other people. She may have heard about, about how Jesus had gone over the country of gatherings and had delivered the man possessed by a legion of demons. Who is your name? Who is your name? Legion, where we are many. She may have said, if, if, uh, if he can deliver that man out of the legions of demons, surely he can deliver my daughter from the grief of a one devil. This woman came to Jesus Christ because faith and hope had sparked in her because of what she heard about Jesus. She needed something that society had not been able to provide. She was looking for, for something that her dead religion had been powerless to give her. She needed a solution that she had not been able to provide by her own self. She had not been able to provide by, an, by her own effort. She was, she was desperate and she saw Jesus as her only hope and that is right for we declare unto you this morning that Jesus Christ and only Jesus Christ can meet the need of our lives so we have seen how she expressed her petition number one her prayer to Jesus Christ number one she came and then she she cried she came and then she she cried and then she called on Jesus that is what we need today. We call on Jesus. You must call on Jesus to be saved. Observe also, number two, how she demonstrated her persistence in, in, in getting the answer from the Lord Jesus Christ. How she stayed and never, never, never to give up. This woman comes to Jesus for help when she didn't get the response that she desires. She stays after Jesus. She stayed there, thank God, until she gets what she wants. Friend, do not, do not uh, easily, do not easily give up in, in, in praying to God. Amen. You are tempted to stop praying because you have been praying and praying. And it seems there is no answer. I tell you this morning, learn from the principle we learned from this woman. Learn to enjoy the principle we need to see from this woman. Never give up. Do not easily give up. See, the way to get real life results in prayer is to seek God with an attitude that says, no matter how long it takes, whatever I have to do, you know what she said? I will not be denied. I will get what I want for the sake of my child. And I will not easily give up. This is not arrogance actually. It is godly hunger. You, 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 you desire God. It is not about pushing God. It is about pushing yourself unto, unto God. It is, it, is, it is not praying for the sake of praying only. It is praying to see the hand of God move. You do, not, you do not stop until you see his hand move in your prayer. Amen. It is desperate, hungry prayer. It's the type, this is the type of prayer that gets results from God. She was determined, I will not live. In verses 23 to 26, Jesus speaks to this woman and his words appear harsh to her here. Sakit kong gibuha ni Jesus Christ. First of all, wag gisagitinggi ni Jesus Christ. 
And then thirdly, he says, Mom, I would like for you to know I'm a Jewish man. And I am only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Wak mo'y labot diri, ma'am. But she continued praying. Ang pinakasakit niya, gikumpara niya ka na bang pet dog, ka ng irong na sa balay, sa ginagakusgako sa tao. He said, it is not proper that the children's meat be cast into the dog. He said, she was, ako may gipadungga na ni. She could have been offended by that. But she stayed, you see, great faith. No wonder why Jesus himself was amazed. Because of that faith. Yes. And his words must have shaken her to the, to the very core of her being. His words probably broke her heart. First, he simply ignores her. It is as if he turns an indifferent ear to her cries for help. Do you ever feel that? Sometimes you feel what must He's not hearing my prayer. There seems to be no response. It happened to this woman. Then he tells her that his whole purpose in coming to the world was to reach the lost ship of Israel. And then she, when she persists, Jesus, Jesus uh, tells her, it is, it is like a dog that does not deserve the children's bread. Wa mo ilabot. Imposible na ang ihatag na ko ang pagkaon sa inyo ng mga ero. You know, generally people, the Jewish people were so proud that they consider, ilang ginakonsider ang mga Gentiles ng mga ero. Jesus Christ was reminding, actually, just reminding that woman to really test her faith. Di ba mo nagipangsulti sa mga religious mo diyo? Mga ero mo, wa mo ilabot. But deep inside, Jesus Christ was hurting and he was doing what he was doing towards this woman. I would like for you to know that we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our weaknesses, our infirmities. I can almost hear and see Jesus Christ cry as he utters these uh, you know, painful words towards that woman. I believe Christ was weeping deep inside but that is the best way to test her faith. Mga iro, ramo. Jesus Christ was just reminding her. Religiously, yung sa ginabati sa mga How they despise these people. The Gentiles, because they believe they are the only good people in the world. I can almost see the heart of Jesus bleeding. Nagadugo yung kasing-kasing. Well, he was ministering to this woman. Yes, thank God, she endured. The realities of this situation are harsh. Her daughter was possessed by a devil, number one. She was a member of a doomed race. You know, the first thing that told God, one of the first things that Jesus or God or Jehovah God told Moses, pag-abot ninyo sa land of Canaan, now, I would like to instruct you this, Eliminate, kill all the Canaanites. They have been judged. They have been proclaimed as doombreaks. There was no hope for them. No God in this world. They are not part of the covenant of God. So her daughter was possessed with the devil. That's number one. She was a member of a doomed race. And then thirdly, these disciples, this group of Jesus, these religious men did not seem to care about her and her situation at all. It must have appeared to her that her situation was hopeless, at least from a human standpoint. If I look at my kagikan, we have been proclaimed dead by God. And if I, if I remember my daughter, she was continuously, you know, vexed by the devil, tormented by the devil. I come to these so-called Christians presenting freedom from bondage, you know, preaching freedom from, from the power, from the grip of the devil. But they are not talking to me. And then instead they were chasing me out. 
Go! Let her go. Humanly speaking, there was no hope. Maybe I'm talking to some of you this morning. Maybe this is your experience. You have cried out to him and asked him to do this or that in your life. And there has been no answer. You feel like giving up. Let me encourage you today. Let me encourage you today. God's silence served to test our faith. And to remind us that he operates on a different schedule than we do. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Now my ways are not your ways. What obstacles are you facing today? What obstacles are you facing today? I say this persist in seeking the Lord. And in his time you will see every barrier fall. You need to listen to this. Your faith will not be defined by what you receive from God, but by what it takes to stop you from getting to God. Your faith will not be defined by what you receive from God, but by what it takes you, what it takes to stop you from getting to God. And I ask you, what is stopping you? What does hinder you to come to God? By the grace of God, answer this right by one word, nothing. Nothing, no obstacle, no amount of hindrance can stop me from coming to God. If you talk to this woman at this particular time, what does it stop you, mom? What does it take for you to go home and give up? You strayed. You're not giving up with all of the insults you're receiving. The harsh words you are receiving. Why are you still here? I ask you, woman, what does it stop you for you to go home and say, I give up? And she answers only one word. She said, nothing. Nothing. What does it take for you to stop serving God? Unfair words, unfounded accusations. What is that? You accuse Pastor Ingay of squandering money in the church. Not a single centavo. I can stand, I can face you. I did not squander, neither. I live by faith and I can stand for it. You can ask Mom, being our accountant. Want to go sa mission? All are accounted for. Akong gasolina? All are accounted for. Yung ko greedy ko? You know me. Halos among kaon ni Ma'am Elsie, among kuhaon para makakaon lang mga full-time workers. Ang mga pastor. How can I be greedy? You know me. Ang akong mga sanina, tuod na na si mga Amerikana, you can ask one of the women, si Ma'am Mercy, tig-donate sa kuwa, huwag ka ng Amerikana. But what does it stop you? With all of this, what does it stop you, serving God? I say, I cry with this woman, nothing. Because I want to serve God to the last breath of my life. I have been accused nga na squander kong two million anang only to find out that I received 900,000 with so many board meetings and discussing things. I did not buy it myself. Ako lang. Now it is, it is sold 2 million. Ganan siya tag 1.1. Pa man nagiging ko pastor. Salamat pastor. Ganan siya ta. But what does it stop you from serving God? People would say, ano, mamalit-palit ka na, Pastor Mahal, kaya na. Ito mga kamera. I would like for you to know, this time, karong adlaw, nag-aabot na karong sa Saudi Arabia. Nag-aabot na karong broadcast sa China. 
because of the facilities we have. For, for me, it, I do not care spending millions if it will promote the gospel to the world. But I do not spend it alone. I have the board members. Every single centavo we spend, my board resolution, my board meeting, how come we do not finance But never mind, I pray for them. I'm happy serving the Lord. I'm happy serving the Lord. I believe the last thing, because they know how, how I love my wife and how I love and treasure my family. Gisulayan ako daghan nga problema kong ipasan. I believe nga pagkatapusan kong baga si Daniel pa ang pamilya iga, di ba kayo muuntol na? What does it stop you from serving God? What does it stop you? All, all these harsh words, he continued begging God. Observe here, and uh, she was strong and she was steadfast in serving the Lord. Through faith, she remained strong. That's the only thing. We need to continually read the Bible. We need to study the Bible. We need to be strengthened by the Word of God. You know, a lot of people would have given up. Kung ako, kung ikaw, kung kita. Sa tanang insulto nga na dawatan niya, dapat lang to, I'm enough for me. Enough for your God so love the word religion. Enough for the Jesus you present. I don't, I don't care. I'm giving up. I'm going home. I'm giving up. I'm going home. But she stayed because of her faith. Satanan, I'm here to tell you. I've been in the work of the Lord for 40 years. Ang pinaka-important is strengthen nato ang atong faith. Because through the hardest blow of life, the only thing that, the very thing that will sustain us is faith. During the pandemic, we know we struggled all of us. I involved my family so works again. Ibiana Mumbalay, we stayed here with the staff of the church. The reason why din ako mapagawas ang mga workers, pandemic, bawal. During that time, kinahanglan limpiyohan ang campsite. Maglingkod tanang oras ato mga Bible students diri. Why buhaton diri, sikuskus diri, nanangin ko dito sa area, sa campsite. Pwede ba dalahon ako ato mga Bible students diri, manglimpiran eh. Why problema, Pastor? Then, having them matulog, matulog, hindi eh, pa pwede mo gawas. Pandemic lagi. That's the reason why ang mga Bible students nakatarbaho sa camp, and they're happy about it. They're happy doing it. You go to the camp, Kamunga mga women and daughters na kaadtog hapon, I ask you, is it worth ni natay campsite? Because it's a vision dili lang karun. Wala, ugatan na sa generation karun lang. Kung dugay pa ang ginuugaling, I'm preparing this for the future generation. Kaya nga naman, I want them mapahiluna na kung trabaho sa ginuugaling. It's been our dream sa church, mga palitag parsonage. Kaya kung lockdown, karong lockdown, wala tayo parsonage. Unsay metabos to mga workers. Now they are safe. Now tayo parsonage diha. And it seems the people, nga dili, kabao mag-appreciate, i-blame tanan sa kuha. No matter what you do, I'm happy for it. No matter what you do, I'm happy sa itong campsite. Last time nga nagcamping ta sa Bukidnon, we only spent three days. Nagbayad tag 750,000 labay lang. Another year, magdaghan ta, another million. In a matter of five years, makapalit tagcamp. Nga nun di man ako nabuhatot. 
A ver, kamo daw. Kung kamo sa kong side, nagkurog-kurog ko, nagtanaw ko, nagbayad ang sila mami bilin, si mami Elsie sa cashier dito sa uh, sa Timuraya. 700,000. Ako nabuhat regid ma'am. Pahangiyo ami ma'am be. Pahangiyo ami ma'am. 750,000. Wak mo kahibalo na members. Kada tuwig magbayad tag 1 million para lang tulog ka adlaw nga kaon. O stayhan. Kung ato nang isayid, naaman mo nito gahapon sa campsite. Will you say nga mali ang gibuhat ng pasulingay? Mali ang gibuhat sa board? Because we are not looking at the present, we are looking towards the future. And what is hurting to me is gamayang istorya sa mga member. I have spent my life to you. Ebalo mo. Kini nga simbahan na ko kaini. Pwede na ko yun sa pabakasyon ako Hawaii. Kada year. Magdiman ko pabakasyon ako Baguio. Pabakasyon ako Amerika. With the spent, you know, with the, with the, with the finances nga spent gikan sa church. Mag 40 years na ko, mag 20 years na ko yung pastor. Iha pa daw kapila ko nagbakasyon. Kay why lunes ako, why martes, gitarbaho ko na, tanan sa gibo, why gabi eh. Please do not get me wrong. Wala ko naga ihap Bible school. Gitarbaho ko na, tanan. Big churches, lahi ng presidente sa school, lahi ang pastor, lahi ang director sa mission. Gibuhat ko na, tanan. Mag-drive ko, alauna mo, ato lang sa gabi eh. Halos mulupad na ko para makatch up kong tayo, makatudlo ko sa laminan. Your eyes can see kung unsay nabuhat sa mission sa Bible Baptist Church. These churches are growing. Yung pa ni Mr. Johnson, kanya Mayor Johnson, he said, Pastor Ingay, I am so proud of what you're doing din sa laminan. These churches, tunga-tunga sa bukid sa laminan, can conduct services inside the city. And we will not be ashamed because of the training you and the pastors provided this time. The reason why naghilom-hilom ko is because no matter giunsa ko, I do not want to hurt people. Kinekwalukutan ang sikreto nila sa kuwa. I have all it in my hands, pero... Never, you know, my, my principle in life is this. 20 years na po yung pastor. I had never used this pulpit for personal matters. Never. Di ba I always expound the word of God there is a pulpit. Kaya mo anak? The reason why naglikay ko, nanangit ko simbahan because i-reveal ko si Gino, na si Dr. Raymond, na ako'y thyroid. Nagamayin kasikas, mangurog ko. Taas akong high blood, taas akong sugar. I, I, I said to myself, kung muritalit ko sa basic mangurog ko, makulaps ng kodeha. Na si Doc Raymond, I give you the authority to talk to him. I have a severe, nagamay lang, na mangurog ko. Pakita ba mo naglitramo ko sa pulpito? I swallowed it all for the glory of God. I did it all to promote the church. Kinsa sa inyo ang makaingon, nag-iusap ni Pastor Ingay, ang system ni Pastor Seth Gray. I had never assigned anyone until now na diri ka magpastor. But preachers come to me. Pastor, pili ba ko mag-mission diri lang sa Dabaw? Ang akong advice, if I were you, I give you my advice. Ayaw din sa Dabo, kay diha nagasulwining ang church, diha nagkaya pa na siguro visitation. Go to where you can, you know, you can experience the, the, you know, the blessing of the Lord, the hand of God. Kasi buhato ni mo, sige lang kagpang-text sa namimbro, kay nakakadiri, diri mo sa ako, diri mo sa ako. Kasi may tabo kung i-allow, i-allow na ko na mga Bible series, mag-mission diya sa, sa Boulevard, mag-mission diya sa may Agdaw. Gasigi silang pamingwit, fishing inside an aquarium. Mutuo mo ang sadili sa kwa maogid nag mahitabo. 
And that is happening today. Ayaw Pamingwich Aquarium. You know me. You know my system. I always challenge a people magsolwining takatong dunay di padugay. Members nga nasakitan silang pastor. Pila to kapamilya? Lima siguro. They came to church at tingala ko pastor. Diri na mi si Moa. Ikaw na mong pastor. I talk to them in my office. I am not here nga mamungkag ang simbahan. I am not here nga magmangitag membro sa bang simbahan. Wala ko nagapamingwit sa aquarium. I said, you need to go, you need to pray. Uli si mong pastor, makigsettle sa pastor because walay simbahan nga perfecto. Basig usakabulan pa lang siya mas grabe diri sa Guerrero. Walay simbahan. Ang akong purpose diri is to win the lost. Win the lost. Let us observe kaya at a time. Church, I'm happy. I'm happy nga na amo. I thank God for your support. But wala ko nagabeg inyong loyalty sa kuwa. Because that kind of faith will not survive. Build your faith in the Lord. Build your loyalty sa Ginoo. Love God. Kaya ako nangalagad na po kus Ginoo. Akong pamilya nangalagad na po kus Ginoo. I thank God, si Ma'am Elsie, si Sir Mark, si Ma'am Ellen. They serve the Lord. And I thank God na gisuportahan ko nila. 95% sa mga pastor, ilang problema, ilang anak, wala ga support sa ministry sa ilang papa. But I am so happy. Karoon ang lockdown, kung wala ng duha, maglisod ko. They took care of all the protocols. Ellen is taking care, iba ni Mamel, tabangan niya mama sa mga children's adolescents. Ang atong, atong broadcast. Enough is enough. Observe how how she enjoyed the price of her faith. Lord Jesus Christ responded to her faith. Thank God, he appreciates you know. And Jesus also rewarded her faith. And her daughter was healed at the same hour. Thank God. Kung sa man kabugat itong problema, remember this. Faith is the strength. Faith is the key. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith will lead us to salvation. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Faith will lead us to success in serving God. Nothing but faith will strengthen us. Nothing but faith will strengthen us. Heavenly Father, thank you Lord for the word of God preached today. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. The grace of God. Ubanimi Lord, bless this invitation. Give chance to people who need to be saved. And then Christians who will allow their allow you, Lord, to increase their faith this morning. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Sir Greg.